0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the McEvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking back over the county board meeting from Monday night, uh, new feature on the podcast. We'll bring you up to date with all the politics around Cavan GEA. Um, we'll also take a quick look at the Sigerson uh, Cavan players involved in the Sigerson um, competition, which is on the way at the moment. And uh, A very quick look ahead to Cavan against Tipperary in the um, Little Ladies National Football League Division uh, 2 at 2pm on Sunday in Lacken. To look ahead to all the action, Paul Fitzpatrick, sports editor of the anglo Celt, joins me. Um, I suppose we'll start off with the ladies. Ladies first, Paul. A low-key entry into this year's league. Um, Not a huge amount of talk about it, but... And yet, nationally, they're talking about a, a big, big push for attendances at at ladies' game. But Tipperary coming up the road, it's been a mixed bag for Cavan against Tipperary in the last number of years. So um, they'll want to get off to a winning start, but the bookmakers have them as massive underdogs.
1: Yeah, they have. Well, I noticed Cavan opened at, or sorry, Tipperary opened at four to eleven. Now they've lost a couple of games to Division Three opponents in challenge games. From what I've been told, so they open at four to eleven. We know that Calvin have a lot of flux in their squad this year. Um, what I have heard from a good source is that quite a bit of money was put on Tipperary for this game. Their odds have been cut to one to seven. It's all cosmetic. They'd have a better chance of winning the game now That now that a lot of money has gone on them. No, but it probably is uh, revealing that there seems to be sentiment out there that that Tipperary might come up and get the win here. So it's going to be an interesting one for Calvin for because uh, you know there's so much uncertainty around the panel. Like th- a lot of players packed it in. W- what we know is left from last year, I think, is Roisin O'Reilly, Zara Faye Christina Charters, Ali Cahill, Anya Smith, Ashley Doughty, Kiva Madden. So I think that's seven or eight are there from last year. A couple of those were starters last year, two, to, two or three. Anya Brady from Cornerfin is the captain. Roisin Dolan from Lurgan is the vice captain. Uh, so it's a new look team. It's, it's a difficult one for the new management going into mm-hmm. this game now. Um, you know, having lost so many players from last year but they just have to make do with what they have and I think when you lose that many players no matter who you are you're probably going to be looking at aiming at consolidating in Division 2 I think if Kevin could survive in Division 2 with that new look panel get some experience to bring them into the Championship they'd, be, they'd take that if they were off for it now
0: Yeah, I think so I think so I think it's it, it's funny because there is a lot of talk about the flux within the panel it's such a, a low number um, deciding to stay on and I'm hearing two very different sides to it it's it's funny because ladies football seems to be a bit like Twitter it's it's extreme to one side then or extreme to the other the extreme on one side is that well all the messing that went on with the with the county board last year So why would girls commit to it it's you know that's a problem that's a big big problem the extreme on the other side then is well if they were so passionate about what they fought for last year why didn't they stay around for another year so it's it's amazing how polarising the ladies football team Mm. has actually been but the problem is they're not going to progress until something happens to unite the whole thing and that's that's going to be well sorry I shouldn't say that because I don't know that they're not going to progress but they're they're, I'd imagine they're weakened by by
1: well unless there's a massive reservoir of, of talent there that hasn't been on the county they're going to be weakened but I would imagine there are there are players there who they've unearthed who are, yeah. who are going to be really good but it's just so much change like just getting used to playing together and you know becoming closer as a group and all that stuff that just takes time there's no other there's no quick fix for that so it's, it's a difficult one Like you'd have to be pessimistic about it but I'm sure that they've worked hard they did uh, a pretty good trawl of the county they had a lot of trials mm. um, and there'll be new energy and ideas from the management so you know, hope for the best it's a home game they have five home games In Division 2 as well Which is a big plus So Like if they could get A result here um, I think that would That would be a great boost And would set them up nicely So um, Familiar foes I suppose Cavan and Tipperary They seem to play a lot Over Mm -hmm. the years Cavan beat them in An All-Ireland final That's 10 years ago now
0: Lost the National League Final to them After a replay
1: yeah, I I think yeah. That's two right. up
0: in Parnell Park, kind of. That's they, right. They should yeah. have won that. That was their real good chance to get up to Division one.
1: And then Calvin beat them in a relegation, relegation playoff, playoff in Virginia. Senior, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so they they played a lot. So like you you'd hope that that you know Tip mightn't hold holds any fears for Calvin, but. Uh, yeah, wishing the best of luck for the year
0: Yeah, fingers crossed we'll have reaction uh, from the game Adrian Kyle will be at the game for us on uh, We Are Calvin next week so we'll be bringing that podcast over on the Die Hard service on hopefully Monday um, so listen in for that one we'll, we'll get all the reactions so very best of luck it'll be great It'll be a great shot in the arm and a great boost for the whole uh, setup if they can get a win on Sunday. So it'll be great to see big support get out there because nothing else on, nothing competing with it. Um, so out in lacking 2pm throw-in. But if you can't make it, there will be updates on Northern Sound Radio for that one. Um, Sigerson, just very quickly when we get through because what stoked my attention on this one was um, TUD had a good win against St. Mary's. I think four, four, four points they won, but they one of the a neutral at the game, sorry, is probably the best way of describing it, um, contacted me to let me know, said, Who's this Niall Carlin boy? And I said, Well, he was my captain at on the twenties level. Um, I presume he played well. He said he was awesome. Absolutely awesome game. So um it kind of stoked my interest then into the Sigerson and, and how many players are involved from from Cavan I know in the um on the TUD panel, there's more involved than any other of the schools. You have Cormac McGill from Mullohorn, um, Dara Lovett, Killigary, obviously Niall Carlin, Coo Hollands, um, Dean Kilkenny from Corner um, Fane, I believe is on it, and uh, Cian Riley from Killigary as well. So a, a real strong showing there in the TUD panel.
1: Yeah, there there is. Yeah, I, um, I was talking to one of the players, actually, I think I mentioned that. He's a handballer and he was telling me he was very impressed with with the cabin lads that were on that panel two, two obviously two unbelievable speedsters there and, and Daryl Lovett and now Kean Riley, who's who was named on the cabin squad um, that played Derry last or played Derry last week didn't get any game time but uh, I'm a big fan of Kean Riley's and I, I think he possibly would have established himself fully in the cabin senior team now but for injury I thought he was outstanding for your under 20s um, yeah. yeah 22 yeah. really really great cut to him but he, I did an interview with him there a couple of months ago, and he was saying he hasn't been fully fit in two years. No, and so he he was. He had a couple of surgeries, so you know you'd hope he get a bit of luck on the injury front because I think I think he's got an awful lot going for him and specialist cornerback. He can definitely do a job for Calvin.
0: I don't think he'll mind me saying he's got the dog. You know, he 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 has that. I I he doesn't like to be bad in anything, and that's that's a quality you just can't put into people. Mm. He has it in abundance. So, um, yeah, definitely. I think injury's still still hampering him a
1: wee bit. Um, I love the fact that Calvin are playing Carolyn in, in the half back line. Uh, I've long I've long been well. The last couple of years, I've I've felt that that was his best position for Calvin. That's where you played him. Um, mm. but he played. I think he was so fast they were putting him in cornerback last year. But I think it's his best position is going to be in the half back line. I I am. Certain that he's going to be a big player for Calvin in the years to come.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, other Sigerson players, Kean Boylan is on the uh, DCU panel um from Crushlaw I think he's the only Calvin player on DCU. Um there's none up in up in Belfast in St. Mary's. Minute Connor Casey from Gauna is is on the Manute panel. Um we've mentioned all the, the, the TU Dublin. So uh, Rory Kern is on the ATU Galway squad, um, from Swanland Bar. Um he's in his final year in college just well, he's in his fourth year anyway. That mightn't be his final year. He could keep on going. I know I know an awful lot to do. Uh, ATU Sligo, Emmanuel Shehu who is on the panel. I think he's the only Cavan representative on it, but a lot of Sligo uh under twenty All Ireland or sorry, All Ireland finalists. Uh, Names I recognise there. University College Dublin has Gary O'Rourke in goals. Um, That's the only Cavan representative on that one. Um, There's actually one on the uh, ATU Donegal, which is Letter Kenny. And that's Paddy Teven from Ballyhays. He's on on that squad. Uh, Queen's University has nobody from Cavan on it. And the one I've missed is... Oh, sorry, Liam Brady.
1: Is what I call it, yeah. University College. ATU Galbett is the old... GMIT They've all been rebranded All those ITs Into ATUs now
0: Okay Okay
1: um. It'll be like TG Car People still call it Tina G Even though it was only called Tina G For like six months But uh, People will always be calling uh T-U-D-D-I-T And so on Now I'm not changing anyway Breffney Park,
0: Some Breffney. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sometimes they're are hard to change. Um,
0: but yeah, look, best of luck to all them. We'll, we'll keep an eye on them, particularly the TUD. When they're such a strong Calvin representative, we'll keep an eye on that TUD. They so they
1: are team for us now then?
0: They are, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we're, we're, okay. we're backing them. And okay. the fact that they've got a win under the belt, it makes it so much easier for us to back them as well. Well, just
1: reading the report there <laughs> on, on the Indo, um, DCU beat Carlo. S-E-T-U, Cardo, which is which is uh, formerly Cardo IT, I'd say. Um, Why didn't they get an A-T-U? Because they must because they're not near the Atlantic, <laughs> I guess, because it's Atlantic Technological University. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, they could be a, it's near uh, Sellafield or somewhere. But uh, <laughs> they, they beat them, they were eight points up, TCU, and um, they ended up hanging on. And it looks, from my reading of this report, it looks like if they'd have lost that, they go, would have gone to the Trench Cup. Oh right. So I think I'm right in saying that because it says it has relegated uh, it has relegated SETU Carlo to the French Cup and it assures um, DCU of will Cup football so that would be unbelievable if they actually went down from the top there because they've been a superpower in that competition but you mentioned Breffney Park there in passing I suppose what do you think about uh, Super Value Park down in Cork?
0: Do you know what? I actually only heard about this last night So so, but they've got rid of Porky Cueve it's just super well, it value.
1: Has, it hasn't been passed yet. Um, they were flying that flag, I suppose they were they were testing the waters. It was leaked. There was a good piece by Kieran Murphy actually in the Irish Times about it. It was leaked, and the Examiner uh, broke the story. John Fogarty had the story. It was a great scoop on Monday, and um, you know, there was a backlash online. The grandson of of uh, Parky uh, O'Keeffe, who the stadium was named after, who had a big role actually in when the the All Ireland Final went to New York in 1947. He has come out and issued a statement and saying it's, it's denigrating his grandfather's legacy and so on. So, they wanted to change the name to Super Value Park, which was a like, it. It just discarded o- O'Keefe, Paddy O'Keefe as he was also known, yeah, uh, altogether. Which I don't know how they thought that was going to fly in, in a place like Cork, where they're fiercely proud of their heritage and so on, um. But, Dennis Walsh had a superb piece about it in the Irish Times, and he was kind of saying that they're selling their soul. He's a Cork man. He was saying they're selling their soul altogether and some things shouldn't be for sale. I don't know what's your take on it is.
0: Yeah, well I it is it's very different than Kingspan Brefney. Like Brefney is the, the name of the area. It's it's not personal. Mm. And and we still held on to Brefney, which mm. was the important but part. But we should of it have held on to Park. I don't
1: know if I we don't should. I don't mind having an addition if you want to put a sponsor's name on it. But when you start dropping words, We'll see. Uh, I think. I think. Then you you are changing yeah. the name big time.
0: Yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree. I, I I can understand where the sponsors came from in that one. That you know, people weren't saying Kingspan Breffney Park. They were just saying Breffney Park. So now there is more traction on Kingspan Breffney. I can understand that, and personally, I don't have a problem with it because everybody knows it's a park. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think that that's necessary. But when you get that, it's personal and that it's already been named after somebody, you know, who has contributed vastly to the to the history in the GA in Cork, then it becomes a little bit more difficult. I still think though, there are ways around it. Like does it does it have to be the the overall stadium? Can it be the stand? Could it be could, is is there a way of finding it? Although super value OQ doesn't really roll off the tongue either. I don't know. It's going to be, yeah. I, I, I don't blame them for exploring it. I think there, are, there's a constant upward trend, and and inflation guarantees it, and life guarantees it. Everything gets dearer. So to produce top quality teams and facilities, it takes more money and f- innovative ways of finding that money. Um, like are the people who are giving out stink. Are they going out and fundraising for Cork's so, year each year? You know, they've, they've, there's got to be a balance there.
1: There's got to be a balance. I think the biggest story in it that has not really been addressed is how have Cork managed to find themselves in a position where they owe £30 million in the stadium and don't seem to have revenue streams. They, they've, they had no concert le- concerts last year. They struggled to attract big games. They had a league Hurling League final where there was a nearly an unofficial boycott among the fans. They weren't mm. happy about going down there. Um, I think, didn't Clare agree to play months to final in the Gaelic grounds rather than dragging people to Cork uh, and they actually gave up home advantage for that one I think I'm right in saying from from my one eye that I keep on, on hoarding matters so I think that's the that's the bigger thing and it's the exact same thing with Casement like what Casement's been an absolute shit show it's a mess but but who was responsible for that is it the locals who objected like who agreed to close the stadium before there was a salt horn if the stadium hadn't been closed they could have still kept using it even in its old uh, shape we're told that Antrim desperately need this home. Well, they had a home uh, run down maybe as it was getting. So that, that's that been a mess. <coughs> here's, here's something I, that, that pissed I, me I'll, off, Damien. I mean. I'll
0: add to a one more point on it. And while casement is is something that definitely needs development, we don't need a, a monster stadium in casement either because the reality is Parque Equive is the best example to show that even in a big city, we rarely fill the stadium you know so we've got to cut our claw to, to, to suit and I, a, a massive massive stadium like it will take away from Ulster final attendances if they're in casement mm. if Cavan are in it if Donegal maybe if Fermanagh like it's not as close as 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 Clonus now you could take the reverse on it that it'll bring more antrums and more downs to it but I think my point being if the GE are backing these stadium development, I think they've got to be more central. I think they've got to be more surrounded by more counties rather than on the extreme Yeah, know, well, they, well,
1: they, they might say, like, um, do they necessarily have to be geographically central or do they need to be central to the population hub? Because they might say that that's the heaviest populated corner of, or region of, of the province, of the nine counties. So I can understand that, but I don't think casement... Uh, it's going to be ideal for these big crowds like there was talk about busting people in from Tomb, which mm-hmm. is out on the on the outskirts of the, of the county People don't do that the, I think that'd be that'd be a mess it's going to be interesting to see um, Clonus would probably be badly affected because it gets the big days and there's not a whole pile else in Clonus really to be fair um, bar, bar those huge uh, football occasions that they get the, they
0: they might start doing concerts
1: the, Kevin O'Donovan I think is the CEO of Cork and he made this comment, uh, which, which I found a bit grim. He he was asked by RT what was going on. He said discussions continue. All aspects of the deal will be will continue to be considered. They are very complex deals in terms of various elements. They are a little more complex than Jersey sponsorship and sponsorships and other partnerships. Which I would have my doubts to how complex it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's not rocket science here. Like you you, yeah. you know you're you're doing a deal here about sponsoring the stadium. Uh, so we will be considering all aspects of the deal and continue a great discussion with SuperValue. Pass me the sick bag. A great discussion with SuperValue. Oh, we Lads, this is some crack. We're loving this discussion here. Oh, this is brilliant. I'll bring in another accountant here, lads. This, the crack's unreal. Who have very similar ideals ideals as we have in terms of community focus and so on. Let me out. When did GEA officials uh, to start to talk in this corporate jargon, Indian rubbish... Oh, SuperValue—they've got—they've oh, very similar ideals to us. That's why we're having this great discussion with them. It's not to do with the thirty million you owe, no, and that, that they've got—they've got deep pockets. Uh, yeah, come on, don't 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 insult people's intelligence with, with this kind of rubbish. You don't <laughs> need to just come out, just come out and be straight about it. You don't—you're not yeah, a politician. We need this money. We need this money to do
0: what we want to do in Cork, GA, and SuperValue are. The ones who are, are are coming up with this at this moment in time. So and, and, he finishes
1: them by saying, "So there's a great match there, and we will continue discussions." Now, I'd like to know. So you're you're telling us that that uh, about this great discussion and the similar ideals, and that's why we're, we're dealing with them, the similar ideals. What similar ideals do you have with Sports Direct? Sponsor the Jerseys and, and treat their staff terribly in England, and to, to the point where it has led to tragedies. Like they're they're very exploitative of their staff. Mm-hmm. They're very. He's talking about community focus, like. They're an, an uber capitalist beast. Sports Direct, there, working off that model, you pay as little as possible, and you and you scalp all around you. I mean, I'm a libertarian in my outlook. E- each man for himself. But don't don't insult me by sitting here saying oh, it's all about community focus when you've got Sports Direct on your jersey. It's the next best thing to a bookies. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I, I can I can understand your point. I uh, I I don't know. Look, i say in terms of the link, what he's talking about is that all Super Values are franchise-owned owned within the community and therefore, and and we see with McAvoy's response sponsored this podcast, that they give an awful lot back to the community and maybe that's where he's coming from. I don't see the need for him to, to point those out, though, in, in the comments. I, I think he can come out and just say, look, at we want to do a deal with super value because you know it's a great deal for both parties. That's all he is. He doesn't have to... Mm you know, send plaudits towards supervalue. Yeah, it's not against overall. super value, uh
1: or 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 whoever they've lined up as their their stadium sponsor. It's just this general Yeah it's the corp- jargon. Corporate jargon It just turns me off big time.
0: Yeah. You don't like corporate. Hence why you're you're probably going to try to switch off here when we get into the county board meeting, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep you engaged. Paul. Well can we
1: can I make one point before that as okay, well? Go The, it. the next um saga that's going to come down the tracks for Cavan G is that is about to link up with Kingspan, who have been great sponsors for Cavan for twenty years. But Ulster the rugby and Kingspan have come to the end of their association, have they? I didn't know that. Yeah, that was that was announced this week, so that's g- coming up now in a year or so. And Kingspan are getting a lot of heat and a lot of negative publicity over the the Grenfell uh, Tower tragedy, which I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I know that you've had you've had um, leading UK politicians writing towards the rugby. Urging them to end their association with Kingspan and so on, so it's going to be interesting to see will Calvin County Board um, get get this sort of publicity or get this sort of political pressure, um, because I know that and we heard Kieran Callan at the mm. convention, they're very very closely intertwined with, with Kingspan and they've got plans as the thing goes forward to continue that association. And Kingspan are, you know, they're in over a hundred countries and their headquarters is in Cavan, yeah. So it's it's a it's a, it's a it's big a completely Calvin different thing. thing. I think we will see that that's something that's going to happen Old Mo's Almanac here is going to predict that for 2024 that, that the pressure is going to come to bear there so that's that's a sticky one that, that Cabin County board probably need like a hole in the head but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a bit of that coming on
0: Yeah I, again I, I wouldn't like to get into it No neither would in any way to be honest because I don't uh, I, I don't know the ins and outs of 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 the uh, the the Grenfell Tower and and exactly how that came about or, or who was at fault in any way so I, I I wouldn't like to get into it I just think either side of it there was nothing deliberate in it and when there's nothing deliberate uh, in it on 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 a scale of this level I don't see why Cavan would would ever um try to disassociate themselves from Kingspan you know I I I think. Yeah, look there's 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 lots of things you you you'd look for more all the time, that's just part of it. But um no I do not I d I don't I don't think and I don't I don't think Cavan G are big enough for it to become pressurized here.
1: Personally. I don't think so either. And I think the links are there go back to the sixties when, when the mortars played with Cavan yeah, and so exactly. on. But another last comment on that is like you take you take Park Sean and and Shannon named in honor of, of uh Sean McDermott who was a leading uh, architect of the 1916 horizon and so on it's called avant money park sean now i don't even know what avant money is it's some sort of an online banker or, or whatever a lender of some kind you don't have to borrow money so you have it all along <laughs> <with> the mattress <laughs> it all along borrowed that's the problem but you know you could argue that that in a way is besmirching the the legacy of someone because you know they were socialist revolutionaries at heart and you know if you'd have, if you'd have said to Sean McDermott... you're going you're going too deep. No, but you're no, going way too deep. Paul. I, I don't think I am. My this cli- this is this is meant to be a GA podcast. I know, but my point is that that uh, once you sort of get into bed with corporate partners, you've sort of sacrificed something anyway. And I'm uh, sitting here as a as a uh, a lefty, or anything, saying that that you you know you got to bring down bring down uh, the man, but you have sort of sacrificed something when you do that anyway. And so it's probably all okay you could say Leitrim they held on to Sean his name Yeah, but they also are now associating them with an online money lender, which I don't think it would be a major leap to say that that wouldn't have been his outlook back in the day the next one that might come up then is going to be Casement Roger Casement another another revolutionary from that era Um Fiona Cabs different <laughs> Roger Kisman. I don't know yeah it's it's, it's a real thorny one and like, like you I Bro- don't
0: think it's a real thorny one I i I think it's it might be thorny for certain people I don't think it's a thorny one personally I think it's it, it, it how many of the ga followers or how many sports followers
1: really really care about him on a stadium yeah fair, fair point fair point I suppose if you're if you're Páirc Uí grandson, you care Ab- about it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. But but the point in that, how many others do? You well,
1: know? would you would you like to see Crow Park re- renamed Vodafone Park? Personally, no. Well, there you you're one of those people, the GA followers who care about the name of the stadium. Don't?
0: But that's that's the National Stadium on it. And to be honest, if it became Vodafone Crow Park. It wouldn't bother
1: me It wouldn't bother you
0: No, no. If it became Vodafone Crow Park, It would not bother me
1: What about changing the name of, of We'll say The Hogan Stand Which was named after The fellow who, uh, Michael Hogan Who was shot on the pitch <clears throat> Again I might now, Abra accept that Hogan Stand What would be wrong with that I, I might
0: accept that <laughs> if, if it was a thing Of taking away the name Completely Then, then Absolutely not but if it was Dabra Kababra Hogan stand
1: <laughs> or, or That's uh, what I mean by it being a thorny one there are layers to that one like Yeah th-
0: yeah I yeah thorny might just might just cut it I I, I think is is really relevant only to a small number of people and then you'll have your keyboard warriors that'll go nuts over it and yet they won't go to a game and won't won't support the G in any way or, or you know so I I no, I, I don't think it's a big issue personally. I think they'll find a solution with Super Value down in Porky Cueve and and it'll, it'll not make any headlines then.
1: Yeah,
0: probably. Personally. Yeah, probably. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Okay, something that should make headlines, and we're, we're kind of running out of time here, so we'll go through the county board meeting from Monday night. Um, first thing, I suppose, is that that um, there will be an under-13 competition. So um, with the changeover from under-14, or from odd numbers to even numbers, there'll now be an under-18 competition, under-16 competition, under-14 competition, and then under-13, or two under 13 competitions now I wasn't quite clear on that but um, the Gowner representative Gitalis Harton was um, making sure that amendments were made to the minutes of the the previous county board meeting to include the fact that it was uh, proposed and seconded that there would be an under 13 competition so um, that's that's true. on coaching and games, and there was a presentation by Derek McCabe on this, and what I'm going to try to do is get um, uh, either Jodie Clark or Darren McCabe in to, to go through it because um, there is a lot of good work going on here. There, the, the development squads are back-training already. There's the FDO visits. There's coaching monitoring. There, there's a lot of good stuff happening here, and one of the things that, that kind of annoyed me is that there was a a really, really well-planned and thought out coaching mentoring programme, which two clubs or two members, two coaches from each club could avail of. And while it started with great attendance, it started to drop off towards the end of the year. And I'd love to see that being taken up more because you have coaches the likes of Jack Cooney and and, and James Bork and Stephen O'Neill's doing one this year. Um, Top, top inter-county coaches that are or or, or taking sessions in this and it's only eight sessions so um, again we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on In terms of fixtures Jerry Shorten spoke and the master fixture plan should be out in the next two weeks It is anticipated though that the National or that the sorry, All-County Football League will start the second last weekend in March and if it can't be started that weekend it'll start the, the, the last weekend in March They're proposing that the Under-20 Championship be played before the Senior Intermediate and Junior Club Championships so June, July time um, and then possibly the Reserve Championship going to the back end of the year any thoughts on it? So what is the big change there? That the Reserve Championship this year gone by was run a little bit before the Intermediate Junior and Senior but pretty much in tandem with it so it was going on um, you were down to your probably I think we had yeah the, the division 2 final was maybe a week or two before the intermediate and junior semi-finals um, so the alter- th- what they're talking about now is let the intermediate, junior and senior championship run out and then start the reserve championship which for me is, I don't like the idea of it because you're a lot
1: of fellas sitting around getting no football for an exactly.
0: hour. Exactly. Yeah. And and it's not the most dedicated footballers that are doing that. Yeah. It's the ones that are kind of a bit, ah, do I really want to be here? And you're breaking it up. You're probably putting three months or two and a half months where they have no football. Mm. I don't think it's beneficial, mm. personally. Yeah,
1: I agree, yeah. I would th- I would have thought so, yeah. Yeah,
0: okay. I didn't get an argument out of that. that, that <laughs> I'll go. argue the next one. We, we, we'll go to another one. Um, yeah, there was... There was um, under-18 competition comes under the youth board. Uh, the under-18 competition will run at the same time as the senior, intermediate and, and junior championship, which is normal. Uh, well, was normal. Um, and they will the will continue to run in under-20 league earlier on in the year. So in the March to, well, springtime, I think was the way it was phrased. Um, the On finances, very quickly, nothing really exciting. But clubs, did you know the clubs have to... Um, let the county board know all of their sponsors. Now, not the amounts, but who they are and what they're sponsoring. Yeah,
1: I I was aware of that. I remember that coming up before a meeting I was at.
0: Okay, I I wasn't I wasn't aware of it. Um, and again, Martin Cahall, um explained it quite well. Is that that it's to make sure that there isn't any inappropriate sponsors, mm. like a a, a pub sponsoring on the 12 football team, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, which, which I
1: think makes sense. So yeah. all that has to go in... Someone sponsoring it with their own OnlyFans or something. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um...
0: So then uh, the the Arva delegates were a little bit late in, but they got a, a huge, huge round of applause um as as Kieran Callahan congratulated them and rightly so it got to the vote then for the coaching officer. So Jody Clark from Shercock um, was going up against Stephen Baxter from McHugh. There was eighty seven votes on the night. Now a little bit of contention around this because um there was an email sent out that was designed to explain that um, the delegates who attend the county board meeting in January were the delegates, unless proxied, that would be attending convention at the end of the year, which obviously is a big one, which is a lot of votes in it for the new county board. Um, Now, It wasn't then quite understood by my own club that that was was exactly what was being said and obviously by a few other clubs because then the crack started when they were handing out the voting slips and it was certain club two and the teller would say, no, certain club only has one here now (laughs) and another club two. So you have to
1: notify in writing if you're sending a proxy replace one of your delegates
0: exactly and you had to be present both delegates had to be present mm. um, so obviously some clubs had, uh, had, had wrote down two names on the attendance sheet and only one person in attendance so maybe they didn't understand um, the the email either so um but anyway the vote took place and Jody Clark won it 68 to 19 uh, first thing he done when accepting the job or or, or speaking was congratulate Arva um, and how they held themselves over over the whole campaign and representing Cavan which I thought was a a, a really good point um and he just said he'll he leave no stone unturned in his role as coaching officer. Um, so we wish Jody the very, very best of luck on that. Jerry Brady brought notice that uh, there's uh, uh, from Ulster a Formosa Council grant for Verti Drain. Well, there's one for you in case the humble alleys need to be drained but in the next four to six weeks I know in my own club that's a big thing because it's something that's needed badly so uh, safeguarding courses are available go on to Horling and their league starts on the uh, second or sorry the third of February against Sligo over in Sligo the under 20s are training away the under 17s are at trials and the under 15s are starting on the 5th of February then you got to the referees and how many referees are in Cavan Paul uh, 56. Oh, very close. 57. Oh, 57. But we need more referees. Okay. Uh, there's 12 clubs who don't have referees. And are, they, are Yeah. Yeah. Which Which out of 40 is quite a name names. They have them. No, I I, I should. I'll go back and try and find them. But it probably should be named names because the point was made by the chairman. Are these? Are any of these 12 clubs the clubs that might give out about referees? and that they don't get fair treatment but they don't produce a referee so mm-hmm. um which was an interesting point to make um so yeah uh it 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 just basically was a, a call to try to get referees to to come in and and try to to um to to volunteer for it so um what has anything really exciting um the money from the from JP yeah coming on to that now so basically the way that it was proposed was that it will be divided amongst 40 football clubs, three hurling clubs, eight camogie clubs and 28 ladies clubs. And that that is a total of 79 clubs, which means that each club would get um, two, oh, sorry 12,658 euros. Now, what has since come out, because it, it wasn't really discussed or, 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 or thought about, what has since come out is, for example... Um, Lara so Lara have a camogie team an adult camogie team an adult ladies football team and uh, an adult men's football team so they would get 37,000 whatever it is uh, three payments of 12,000 whereas again to use we say Shercock for example they have an underage uh, camogie team but no adult camogie team, so they only get one payment because they have just an adult men's team. Um, so there seems to be a little bit of a, a a move there that that it's slightly discriminatory towards female or or against female on the rage competitions and and, and games in the way that it's been um distributed. So I don't know if it's if it's hundred percent going to go through, but again
1: it's money and it's going to divide people and mm. that's 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 the big problem with this. Yeah, and I suppose th- it's the fact that it, clubs were encouraged to go down the one-club model and a lot of work had to go into that for the clubs who did that and certain clubs in the county did that and that's not just a matter of clicking the fingers. So yeah, a huge amount of paperwork and all the rest of it has to go into getting that done and in effect you could say you're being punished then for doing that. Well, no, they're not. I know they're not because, because they've worked on that to make sure or not but if they were to follow... Like to the letter of the of the letter from, from the, JP yeah. McManus, uh, then then
0: Lara would only get the same amount as. So there would only be basically forty three. Sorry, there wouldn't even be forty three. There'd be forty two because
1: Hill is one club, isn't mm. it, in Horland and football? Hill is under the one club model, yeah. so it would so, be forty two clubs. I find it interesting that handball was excluded. Um, which yeah, ha- like handball, you you register your your club on foreign which uh, is the GA which is the GA registration portal uh you pay your insurance to the GEA. you are um you are affiliated to the to the county board to the Cabin ha- handball committee which is a subcommittee of the county board yeah. so if you're not a GA club what are you like i wonder what what you actually are um I understand some handball clubs in different counties are affiliated to a to a parent GA club, so it might be a hoarding club Kilkenny County who who built a handball alley and opened a handball section. But for the most part, that's not the way. Certainly in Cavan, but I will say that uh, Cavan County Board are very good to handball in general. And handball hasn't always had its house in order. I wouldn't; the governance wouldn't have been particularly strong. Oh, and okay. the County Board have been quite generous in looking after juveniles with gear and, you know. If fellas maybe needed A little bit of medical care Or something The county board's t- Stepped up there So I think I don't think Calvin Hambo Would be too annoyed about it But another know, know there is A good bit of uproar In other counties Particularly Clare That they have really kicked up um, okay. That Hambo Has been excluded Yeah, But part of that is You must be You must be A functioning part Of the county board as well When it comes to these things And Hambo As I say Governance has traditionally Been desperate now, That's been in- Improved a lot Around the country In the last couple of years but I, I laughed. Some of the people in Hamburg Circles jumping up and down and going mad that, that they weren't being included. And I know that in other countries this is and I know that they're not properly functioning, they don't have a proper oh, yeah. functioning board, they don't attend county board meetings, all the rest of it.
0: Yeah. You see, I, I suppose it's it I don't think there's anywhere you're gonna draw the line with this money that everybody's gonna be happy.
1: Um
0: yeah, like, and again, you can go down into the reading of the letter and and it mentions grassroots, you know. Some people are taking that as well, is there anything more grassroots than juvenile in in terms of the g a like that is the grassroots is it not? um so I, I, I look at I think it's it's one of those ones that is so sticky that it doesn't matter where you put that line. there are people going to be annoyed and frustrated with it um, and yet they're they're losing sight of probably the fact that whether it be 12,000 or 36,000 it was money that you did not have last year so um but then look you have to fight your corner for everything you can get in it i i don't know where i sit on this i i i nearly think you know is it possible that you'd be better off without the money
1: <laughs> because i think there's more right to come from this yeah there will be and it's always the way um, in fairness it was a generous gesture but there was no strict criteria, and it was like, Here, have the money, but you deal with the uproar from it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a good one, it is.
0: Uh, the final thing of note from the county board meeting was um, a motion killing care uh, GA club or killing care club had brought to, um, to the meeting. Now, this they actually brought it to convention, and it was left over to the January meeting. And it came with the so the motion was basically to allow cash payments um, at turnstiles to enter GA games. Um, so uh, Pat Clark, the delegate from from Killing Care, spoke on this and spoke about how it is probably only a small percentage of people who are affected by this. But there are people who don't have smartphones don't have access to the internet in, in a way and basically all they want to do is come up to the game with their €10 Euro and and come through the turnstile and um, it, that was their point is, is to facilitate it. Um, now the county board, uh, Martin Cahill and John Keating both spoke on this and, and did say, look, there's nobody... Who, who will be turned away or has been turned away you know the, if somebody comes with, with their 10 euro we facilitate it we try to find a way to make it work and I, I presume they they what they do is they buy a ticket online so it's all above board and 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 then they just keep the 10 euro because that's what they're after doing is, is, is all completely above board on it so they and they mentioned as well that the old age pensioner season passed um, was was Availed of by 150 people last year, which I think is a great asset. In fairness, sixty euro is a great is a, a great value for any old age pensioner to get to all of the club championship games in Cavan. Um, you can also go in and buy your tickets in the office in Kingspan Brefney as well, or you can buy it through your secretary of your club. So there's a lot. There is a lot of ways that you can purchase your tickets. Um, either way, anyway, Killing Care proposed the motion. And um, Muncher Connacht delegate Aidan O'Dwyer, Aidan O'Dwyer, yeah, um, second the motion. But what what disturbed me more than anything on this is that it was shot down. That no, we're not taking a vote. So there was no, there was, there was no counter proposal. <coughs> and again, I I have to look up my rules on this. I'm going to have to go to some higher hierarchy to find out exactly what they are. But my understanding would have been that if there's a proposer and a seconder then that is carried unless there's a counter proposal and seconder and then it has to go to a vote. Or even what, what Killing Carroll were looking for was just a vote. So they proposed and seconded got proposed and seconded for a vote on the night. But the the chairman of the county board, Kieran Callaghan, just said point blank, no, I'm not taking a vote. We'll bring it back to the management and if we need a vote we'll have it at the next county board meeting. Um I don't know, what what's your understanding on it? Maybe I'm wrong.
1: I don't know the rule. Um so I don't know, but in the lead up to the the vote on the quite divisive issue of the whether minor grades should be under seventeen or under eighteen, um, I remember making the point that that the county board do encourage debate and that they always say privately that they've annoyed when there's no there's no debate. Um and I was making the point that and us and them mentality within Cavan is very bad it's no mm-hmm. good for anyone and it's really we should be viewed as an us and us so you know you wouldn't like to see debate stifled I don't know can if you get a seconder can you have a vote on anything I don't know can I could I go in as the humble delegate and say I want to vote on we want a humble that in every, in every club and in Cavan. and if I have a friend from Ola could uh, can he send up go I second that and we have to have a vote on it I don't know maybe you need more than that maybe you need to have it in writing in advance I don't know the ins and outs of it but uh, I think it's important that that, that debate is had if, if there's an appetite to have it among the clubs and, and the county board <clears> have, <throat> have, have on record that they want more debate
0: Yeah but it, it definitely didn't feel like they wanted more debate on, on this yeah. I have to say I, I, I thought the optics of it were quite poor because there was a number of speakers from the floor who, who spoke in favour of you know cash at Thornstein now I that debate isn't where I would have in any issue with because I think the county board are doing the right thing here. And even if, and this is where I I, kind of thought, you know, right, what's the harm in letting the vote go ahead? Just let the vote go ahead. Let the clubs have their say and then deal with it. Because even if the vote was passed and it was, right, well, yeah, there will be cash accepted at turnstiles in in all Cavendish matches, so just create a turnstile where they go in and they pay their tenor and somebody has to go through the process of buying them a ticket and it's online. It'll take a long time. It'll take them, whatever, two, three minutes to go through that turnstile. You'll find not many people who want to go through that turnstile and you're accepting cash at the gate. Mm. You, you know, it, it, it wasn't one that needed to be shot down, I didn't think.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I'm allowed to make too much comment on it, but... It yeah, I don't think the ins and outs of the debate are the important thing. Like, what you don't yeah. want to see is debate stifled. So, I don't know. Maybe someone with a better hand on the rules will be able to tell us. Uh, you know, was that in order or was it not? I don't. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was about it though. Uh, mostly it was a lot of congratulation for for Arva and correctly so um, at the county board meeting on, on Monday night. So, um, yeah. If there's if there's anything else that, that I missed on it, people can get in contact. But. Uh, That's about it Paul next week on the podcast we'll be looking ahead to Cavan's opening round in the National Football League um, where they're taking on Kildare down in in Carlo so looking forward to that one and uh, we'll also be looking back as I said on the ladies uh, first round of the championship or first round of the league where they play Tipperary this Saturday afternoon Paul thanks for your time Thanks so much